1: What up, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you in a couple minutes. Keep it tuned here. Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, Sports Go. Sports done right.
0: From the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right.
1: What's going on, everyone? Vince Wright, your sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Coming to you live and direct. Hopefully you're not catching any reverb from a high school uh, function at a field a couple blocks away. Coming through the windows here. Anyway, welcome to Sports Done Right, everybody. Minnesota, the upper Midwest Big Ten country and the great state of Minnesota, or as I call it, God's country. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. And we got a lot to talk about on tonight's edition of Sports Done Right. Uh, lots of baseball to get into. My Cubbies are in a one-game showdown. They're already down a run to, sh- or excuse me, to Colorado at Wrigley Field. One nothing. So much to get into. The Twins firing Paul Molitor. Joe Mauer looks like, for all intents and purposes, is retiring. Even though apparently his daddy don't want him to. Minnesota Vikings, great effort again out in the Coliseum in Los Angeles but guess what they come up with another loss and all all of a sudden going in to play the champion NFL uh uh, champs excuse me the uh, Eagles next week Vikes all of a sudden in a must-win game people don't like the sounds of that we'll talk about the Vikings we'll talk about Kirk Cousins or we're gonna talk about it all we're just gonna get into it all uh, um, gophers that's right gophers it is homecoming week here on campus in Minneapolis the dreaded Iowa Hawkeyes coming to town and ladies and gentlemen I don't know what to say man gophers are 4-27 and in their quote-unquote rivalry or trophy games here over the past few years dire situation a much uh more depth field Iowa Hawkeyes team coming up to play Minnesota on paper doesn't look good but you got to play the game on the field want to say what up to Ruff Buff Ruff Buff and his Buffalo Bills as we remember taking down our Vikings here a couple weeks ago uh, big rough in the house thank you for joining us from the ATL Cedric his congrats by the way Cedric in the Spreaker.com chat room here to your Los Angeles Dodgers who knows we might have another rematch with them and our Cubbies. But Cubs got to get past Colorado. And by the way, Colorado has won uh frequently in Wrigley Field this year. So playing on the road is uh not intimidating them one bit. So uh college football, we'll talk a little bit about that. Bama keeps rolling. Despite quarterback controversies, Clemson and their quarterback issues, all of a sudden their new starter goes down, concussion protocol, and they barely escape Um, Syracuse last week down in Death Valley. Big Boosa in the house out in football-mad Oklahoma. What up to you, Big Boosa? Appreciate you guys coming through tonight. And as usual, we'll have a couple good tunes during our so-called commercial breaks. So settle in with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Let's get to it. And let's talk sports up a Midwest style, Minnesota style, baby. All right, here we go. Joe Maurer retiring from the Twins for all intents and purposes. That's what it looks like. The local phenom. Himself calling it a career. And look, here's the thing about Joe Maurer, and this is what drove Minnesota fans crazy. He was a all-state athlete in just about every sport he did. He was on scholarship. He had a scholarship offer from Bobby Bowden to come down and quarterback the Florida State Seminoles. He decides, you know what, I'm gonna stay with baseball. Well, probably a good thing that he did. The thing I liked about Joe Maurer, and the thing that bugged me about Joe Maurer, what did I like about him? The swing. I mean, just natural, you know, they 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 call him the natural, just like a Rodford Redford or Rob Redford in that movie, The Natural. Just a nice fluid swing, man. Big dude, six foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds, and could just hit the baseball everywhere. In high school he did that. He was all state in basketball as well. Um, probably could have got a couple basketball scholarships, went the Dave Winfield route. And, you know, Minnesotans, we love our own, right? So here's this kid growing right up in St. Paul, Minnesota, Creighton Durham Hall High School. You know, Creighton has given us not, his manager, Paul Molitor, who we're going to talk about in a minute. You know, Matt Burke went there. All these other famous Minnesota athletes have, have come from Creighton-Durham Hall Private School in St. Paul, Minnesota. want to say what up to Tiffany in our chat room. want to say what up to Big Trey in the chat room as well. Boots in the House, Sports and Heels. Tiffany Sports and Heels is joining us. Congrats, Ravens going deep, by the way, on uh, them Steelers. And I know Maestro was talking about that on the Barbershop uh, Sports Show before my show. But congrats to you, Tiff. Chaka in the house from Chicago, Illinois. What up, sir? What's up with these Cubs, Chaka? And the boss man, world-class boss man radio from Spreaker.com as well. Make sure you follow everybody that I just mentioned on Spreaker.com. All you do, go to Spreaker.com, sign up, quick account, follow Vince Wright, the sports governor, everybody else. And the folks that do shows like me, you'll get a nice little electronic notification when our shows go live like we are doing right now. So thank you very much for doing that. Uh, Who else we got in here? I just want to make sure I got everybody covered in our Spreaker.com chat room. Let me check the Twitterverse. My main man, what up, Big Mike? Eden Prairie, Minnesota's very own Big Mike checking in on the Twitterverse there uh who else we got here we have let me put it in here we got heather from hudson wisconsin western wisconsin checking in with the sports guff. thank you very much we have sheila sheila from where is the st louis missouri all right we got new people all over the place all over the place i'm digging this all right back to joe mauer here for you twins fans So, that's what we liked about Joe. He was a flawless baseball player, except he could not hit the home run ball except for one or two seasons. And that's what really, I think, bugged the Twins fans, especially after he got the infamous $183 million contract, which he just finished a couple days ago. For all that money, this is a big strapping dude. Why can't he hit more? You know, then, uh, you know, 14 or 12 home runs a year. And he did a couple years. He did a couple years. He had 28 in 2009. And that was really it. That was the high point. He followed that by hitting nine the following year. And then, of course, he had some injuries, concussion protocols. And that's what I think ultimately will rob Joe Maurer of a for sure Hall of Fame career. To now, there will be a couple question marks, but here are the career numbers. If this is indeed it for the mighty Joe Maurer, a 306 career batting average, he has 2,123 hits, 143 home runs, 923 RBIs, on base percentage of 388, slugging percentage of 439. And with some stolen time in there, like I said, you know, a couple of those seasons dealing with the injuries. Like I said, um, you know, 2011, only 85 hits. You know, this is a guy, by the way, too. Let's not forget. Won the batting title. All-star for, uh, catcher. One of the greatest catchers to do it before he had to switch over to the uh, first base side of things. He's also a MVP. A league MVP three-time gold glove winner three-time batting champion five-time silver slugger six-time all-star give it up for the one and only if this is going to be it Joe Maurer thank you very much on behalf of the twins fans and I know he brought out a lot of hatred at times I felt like I, I, I wasn't part of the hatred I was part of the disappointment but Joe Maurer solid dude um, I think the thing that the Twins fans didn't like with Joe is he's just not that vocal leader. When you're paying a guy that much, you expect him to be on the bench rah-rain and in dudes' faces who, you know, maybe aren't playing up the potential. I and mean, may he might have did some of that behind the scenes, but he is a very calm, collected dude. And that's who Joe Maurer is. So I'm going to end this here. Now I'm going to try a little different thing with my audio feed here. So hopefully this will work. This was Joe Mauer. This is about a two and a half minute clip being interviewed on Fox Sports North right after the game. So let's see if I can get this to work one moment. And here we go.
2: Well, Joe, I can see emotions in your eyes. It's not very often you get to see a moment as special as that one we saw at the top of the ninth. What did it mean to you to put the gear back on and get back behind the plate?
3: I don't even know if I can talk right now to be honest. Um, and I'm sick too and all that stuff but uh, you know it just unbelievable. What an unbelievable atmosphere uh, today and the whole week and I just want to thank you guys. It really means a lot to me and to be out here and play for front of you guys. Um, you know, I'm still uh, undecided what's going to happen in the future, but I uh, had an opportunity today to do this, and uh, you're going to have a tough time getting this gear off me today, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this whole homestand has been special for you. Some huge at bats, some big ovations from the crowd. Your daughter is just surprising you at first base today. What impact has all of that had on you this week?
3: I just trying to keep it all together today. Uh, I see my girls running out on the baseball field. Uh, almost lost it there, but they, uh, they told Mom made a deal with them, so uh, I hope she holds her end of the bargain up uh, for staying out there. But uh, I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate all the, the love you guys have shown me over the years, and uh, I wanted to have an opportunity to thank you guys for that.
2: Your future has been a hot topic here lately the last couple of weeks. You said you're going to take some time to think about everything, but what do you think are going to be some of the biggest factors that you use in making your decision?
3: Well, there's just a lot of emotions going through <laughs> me right now. and You know, it's a big decision, but you know what? Either way, it's a good decision, and I'm in a good spot, and um, I want to take the time to think about it, and uh, we'll go from there.
2: For you, how important is it that there's a possibility of being a twin for life?
3: I never want to take this uniform off, you know, uh, 15 years and I don't see myself going anywhere else. So, um, you know, I'm real confident in the group that we have that uh, next year is going to be a lot better. And I'm looking forward to that uh, either way.
2: This whole season has had some big moments for you. you reach reached 2,000 hits. You climb up the ranks in a lot of all-time lists for this organization. Are you at the point where you've allowed yourself to let it all sink in and realize the magnitude of what you've been able to do with this team?
3: And not really, to be honest. Uh, just trying to take this all in. It's like I said, it's been a roller coaster of a day, a week, and um, I really appreciate everything. I, I can't express that enough. Um, thank you.
2: Regardless of what your decision is, what does it mean to you to have this support day in day out from these fans with your hometown organization? <laughs> I don't have the right words for that. Um, just looking at all my boys right here in the dugout, it means a lot. You guys
3: mean the world to me and, and your fans and obviously that family up there and grandma and grandpa and grandma and grandpa and, and all the aunts and uncles and cousins. It's uh, It's been a pleasure to play here and, and play in front of all you all.
2: Well, congratulations on really an incredible career, Joe. Whatever decision you make, it's been a pleasure watching you play.
3: Thank you, Audre. I appreciate it.
2: Joe mauer it's hard to put into
1: words what he means to this organization. And the Twin Cities, of course, it's been an incredible, incredible career. Wow. Well, there you have it. Joe Maurer, hometown legend, turned down Florida State. Was probably going to be the next quarterback sensation down there, along with his buddy Chris Winkie. And there you have it. There you have it. So, Joe, congratulations if this is indeed it, man. You've you done the Twin Cities well. You've done the state of Minnesota well. And you've done uh, baseball very well. Uh, baseball has been very, very good to Joe Mauis, So, want to say what up to the Chief Rocker up in here. Um, my buddy Don over there in western Wisconsin. What up to... Dawn and, of course, the first lady. That's right, my wife, the one and only Angie Wright is listening as well. Big L has joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room as well from Little Rock, Arkansas, by way of Chicago, Illinois. And John Lester's on the mound, Big L, but the Colorado Rockies are up 3-1 to one in the top of the third with a runner on first base, but two out. So hopefully John Lester can take care of some business here. So again, that's Joe Maurer, Sluggo the Hammer, Georgia State alum, financial guru, well, legal representation of yours truly, the sports governor. Always got Sluggo on retainer. Uh, who else we got checking in here? We got a couple other people coming. Uh, Minneapolis, want to say well, hello to Amy from South Minneapolis. Thank you for tuning into sports done right and Patrick also joining us from Minneapolis on the Twitterverse there appreciate you listening as well my man all right so moving on to the other news by the way with our Minnesota Twins Uh, we'll also get into some college football in the next segment there we're going to talk about Clemson what's going on there hey Big O what's going on with your Arkansas Razorbacks Now, I I am a Gopher fan, and I know I have no right to talk crap to anybody when it comes to college football. But, homie, what's going on in our Kansas with them Razorbacks? Talk to me. So, Minnesota Twins fire Paul Molitor today, their manager. That's the other thing that's going on with this baseball team. Listen, Twins hired new front office staff, chief baseball operator, or officer, excuse me, Derek Falvey. Um, You know, Twins are trying to get into these matrix. You know, in baseball, it's all about the numbers, Billy Bean and, you know, everything that's gone on, uh, uh, you know, in terms of matrix and numbers with baseball. And quite honestly, Paul Molitor was not these guys' manager. So they they were hired, told they had to kind of work with Paul Molitor as manager. And this year, after a, a you know a bad season, they finally got the juice and the okay to fire Paul Molitor. Now Paul Molitor was three hundred was three hundred five and three forty three in four seasons as manager with the Twins. This year. Twins were 78 and 84, 13 games out behind the Cleveland Indians in the American League Central, as we know. And I gotta say, Derek Falvey did not really give the best explanation in the in the press conference in terms of why they let him go. But in a nutshell, you know, they just they think a new voice for some of these younger guys may be what is needed for the Minnesota Twins. I don't know. I was not uh, now, I'm the gov is the first one to admit it here uh, twins fans. I was not a big supporter of Paul Molitor when he was hired, but I think he's done a rather admirable job and oh by the way, American League of the American League Manager of the year last year. So how does that happen? I don't know how does that one happen? You tell me. I just, I don't get it. Oh, Oh, there we go. Sound effects coming in late. Arkansas with a new head coach and offense will take time to get his kind of players. (laughs) Maybe as Big O says about the Razorbacks. Everybody's saying what up in our chat room here. Let me just make sure I go through and haven't missed any significant chat. And Oh, by the way, folks, you can hit up the show as well. Give us a call. Uh, make sure our phone lines are open here. Six five one nine six eight zero one two four. And actually, the phone line is not open. So I'll get the phone line open on break. And we'll take care of that in the next segment. Minnesota Timberwolves moving on without Mr. Butler. But Mr. Butler... Mr. Butler's representation is a little pissed off with the Timberwolves because guess what? They haven't traded Jimmy Butler yet. And they are insinuating that the Wolves are holding up some deals and, you know, lollygagging around, as we like to say down south. And holding up Jimmy getting the hell out of here. Now, again, Timberwolves are stressing, look, we know what he wants, but we're not just going to give away a top 10 NBA player. So this is going to be very, very interesting now to see how this plays out. Jimmy has stayed away from camp. He has stayed away from any type of workouts with the team, obviously. And I don't know. I mean, you know, he is a top 10 player. They should not just give him away. At the same time, you do have to figure it out, though. You do gotta figure it out. Want to say what up to Mister Run CNC? That's Conrad Cozy out of Columbus, Ohio, Ohio. Urban Meyer back from some something called the suspension, which we all know was uh, B as and BS is an S. But congrats to Ohio State, and I'll tell you what—great game out there in Happy Valley. Uh, I liked what Coach James Franklin said after that game about his Penn State squad. These are the games you got to win to become an elite, you know, top-notch program, and to truly get back. And for Penn State, that is where they are trying to be. They have been on the cusp here the past few years. Franklin's done a phenomenal job turning the program around post uh, Joe Paterno scandals and and Sandusky scandals. They've got the stadium. Filled back up over 102,000 last week, and it's all good. But Ohio State, man, you know, this is what pro, this is Ohio State, the Bamas. This is what they do. They just find a way to win. And they grind it out. They grinded it out. They put themselves in a position. And lo and behold, yes, they were right there, and they were able to take the win out in Happy Valley. Jeff Fox in the house. Where's the party? Jeff Fox. What's going on? My main man from Miami, South Beach, A1A, Beachfront Avenue. Girls looking hot wearing less than bikinis. Rock man lovers driving Lamborghinis. And uh, I don't know. How I just remember some vanilla ice. I don't know. But anyway, what up, Jeff Fox? <laughs> All right, Run says, Buckeye Nation, yes, sir. See some of y'all in the playoffs because (laughs) their tickets are booked. Tiffany Sports in Heels says, Run, that's because they're playing Central State and Kentucky State. Some truth to that, but all of them do, Tiff. You know it, all of them do. It's all right. It's all right. Um, So, yeah, uh, again, great game. Great game of football, and... You know, as far as, you know, we're talking those echelon teams, those top echelon teams there. I mean, Alabama just keeps winning. As much as I hate to say that. Um, They're solid. Doesn't really matter who the quarterback is, it seems. You know, as uh, we look here, Alabama's a 35-point favorite against Big L's Arkansas Razorbacks down in Fayetteville. Oh, Nelly, let me tell you about the time I spent down in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yes, uh, woo-wee, my daddy would be so proud of me. Anyway, yeah, that's guff trying to go Southern there. (laughs) Big L says, what the? Ice, ice, baby. Too cold, too cold. You know it. Run says, Central State, laugh out loud. My dad went there, great school. It, It sure is. Jeff, you keep doing your thing, sir, says Busa. In our speaker.com chat room, Jeff saying what up to everybody. Run also says Alabama when they play Troy and some other D3 schools. They all do. They all do. All right. Red River rivalry as we kind of transition here into a little bit of college football. Uh, highlight some of the main games going on with the ranked teams here next Saturday. And then we'll talk a little go for football here. But uh, so we got Alabama and Arkansas. Let me know, tweet me, hit me up in the Spreaker.com chat room. 35-point favorite, does Arkansas have a chance to keep that spread in line? Does Alabama win this game by 36 or more points? You know, quarterback, Tua's looking good. He's thrown for over 1,100 yards. Najee Harris looking good uh, for Bama you tell me so red river rivalry we got texas oklahoma that is at the cotton bowl in dallas texas yeehaw what do we got oklahoma hit me up with my vegas boys here and again this is for entertainment purposes only on sports done right oklahoma is the eight point favorite in that game texas great start The start they needed to get the fan base up. They're 2-0 in the Big 12. They're 4-1 overall. They're back in the top 20. They're 19th ranked. And if they can find a way, find a way to take down Oklahoma. And Marquise Brown, that stud Oklahoma receiver, is going to have a lot to say about that. But if they can find a way to beat Oklahoma, y'all. Texas could be on the way for some very big things this year. Big L says Baker Mayfield was arrested in Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's right. I can't use that term because half of my audience is those, but they love the party there. Facts, he says. Well, let me tell you something. Fayetteville's a great party town. Got a great fan base. But let me tell you something. What has Arkansas done really lately? I'll wait. Kansas and West Virginia. West Virginia 4-0, 2-0 in the Big 12. (laughs) That still bugs me to say West Virginia and Big 12 flip on the same sentence. Going against Kansas, 0-2 in conference for them. West Virginia is solid, man. Um, Marcus Sims, he's got 433 yards receiving for West Virginia. Um, Polka Williams Jr., 474 yards. Rushing four touchdowns on 60 carries, man. They are a 28-and-a-half-point favorite against Kansas, and I think they'll probably cover that number. All right, over in Big Ten country, Michigan is hosting Maryland. Michigan's 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Let me tell you this before I read some more comments from our chat room when we get into our first break. Michigan is 4-and-1, 2-and-on the Big Ten. If they do not beat Ohio State this year, what happens to their head coach? Forget all the rest of these games. If they lose in this game again to Ohio State, and we'll flip the script, that team from down south, as my Ohio State friends say, that team from up north, what's going to happen to Harbaugh? We'll talk about that. Uh, Shea Patterson, seven touchdowns, 905 yards pass, passing from Michigan. Um, Nico Collins, 214 yards receiving. Let's see what happens. So I think Michigan will be close. Would not surprise me if they kind of bump up close to that number and maybe don't cover the spread, but it is what it is. Big Kesey in the house. What up, sir? Kesey Ingram, leader X-Squad Affiliates on our digital domain. This guy does it all on the digital side. The websites, the social media, Kesey. Man, appreciate everything he does for us here, XSquadAffiliates.com website. Make sure you check it out. All right, who else we got here before we get into our first break? We got NC State, North Carolina State, 23 ranked. They're a five-point spread or five-point favorite over Boston College. And then we got Clemson. We all saw what happened out at Clemson last week. Now, they got Wake Forest at Wake Forest. They are an 18-point favorite. I don't think the quarterback is going to be playing, or he might be. I, I have not checked. Somebody let me know. But it is very, very interesting because Kelly leaves. You know, he's demoted, wonders why. All I do is win. You know, and he runs into the same thing that happens, uh, you know, down to Jalen Hurts down there in Alabama. Very interesting time now in college football where – you know, very successful quarterbacks being benched, being uh, sat down because their coach thinks that they have maybe something a little bit better ready to go. Very interesting. We're going to keep an eye on that in the future here. But uh, in our chat room, RunCNC says Michigan is what we say and the Buckeyes are paying for about extension to keep them there. Chief Rocker Jersey, Vern. That's right. He is an Ohio State guy himself living down, by the way, um, in Atlanta. But bring on Bama. Ohio State will smash them. I hope so because I am very, very sick of Alabama. Got to give them credit, obviously. But I am dead tired of Alabama and their dominance. But beat them on the field. That's what Ohio State did. And I'm... You know, if it all shook out that way again, I would love to see Ohio State get a crack at this year's Alabama Crimson Tide. We all know Alabama. A lot of people didn't want them in the playoffs last year. They get in. Guess what? They win. (laughs) Okay. And it is what it is. All right, folks, let's do this. When we come back, we'll finish up college football with our Gopher homecoming take and what's going to happen in the game Saturday. The Gov will be out in the new tailgating lot that he's in, the infamous Lot 58, the VIP lot, as I call it. A lot smaller than Lot 37, Gopher fans, but just as much fun. So take a look for the Gov to be over there doing a little live remote before we go in. We'll talk Iowa football When we come back, we will also talk NFL football. I see you, Jersey Vern, and your Giants. I see you um, defending your Giants, Jersey Vern, as you should, of course. But this ain't going to be no Giant Radio. We're talking Vikings. And once again, close but no cigar. Nice uh, comeback attempt in L.A. But again, fall short. And we will also talk about the surprising Chicago Bears. Your first place, Chicago Bears, Big L. What's going on in Chi-Town? This will be crying after the game again, says Big L. (laughs) You might be right. All right, folks, so let's do this here. Um, I'm working on getting the phone lines open, 651-968-0124. I'll get that in the chat room over the break here. Um, Let me get, let me see here. We will be right back.
4: Yo, this is your boy, Kicking It With KC Show. And when I want to jam on a Sunday evening, I'm kicking back with my man, Mandeleon, listening to some jams. And also, engage in topics. Be sure to tune in, X-Squad Affiliates. X-Squad, give it to you. This is a X-Squad podcast.
1: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself, Jersey Verdon, the chief rocker. Jets, Giants, Rangers, Knicks, Islanders, my main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all.
5: Start spreading the news.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. Good. If you like sports, sports, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like comedy, comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you you like the Wait a Minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With your host, Jelani JB Bodie. JB And of course, my man Lopan on the theWaitaminuteShow.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Yeah.
6: Real good tonight. Everything's good tonight. And he got me feeling real good tonight. Got me doing 80 and a 60 ticket. I promise if you're with it, then I'm with it. It's in it, I ain't trying to be committed. So I left him in the Till I'm turning up all the music, Billoween, stopping there. I know Range Rover. You can see it in me that I ain't sober. Pop up in the morning, party ain't over. Baby, don't be acting like I ain't told ya. I pull up to the scene, I need a high Cause I'm in the Range Rover You can see it in me that I ain't sober Pop up in the morning, party ain't over Baby, don't be acting like I ain't told ya I ain't told ya, yeah.
0: Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. (laughs) The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Let's get back to the show.
1: Oh yeah. Let's get back to it. Vince Wright sports, governor sports done right. Coming to you from God's country, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the twin cities, baby that's how we like to do it up here chill in full effect all right man Yella was the party that's jeff fox's daughter again that is a great great jam and looking forward to getting more music to play from her and of course the ever popular september from earth wind and fire and we are back sports done right by the way make sure you follow the show on facebook sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t that's my last name you can follow Vince Wright as well, Instagram at Sports Done Right, and on Twitter at the Big One. And real quick here before we talk, Vikings, I want to give a shout out to my other new venture. That's the Skull Nation podcast. We usually tape that on Wednesday night and get it uploaded late Wednesday night or Thursday for Spreaker.com. Justin Ekstrom, Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. Two local guys talking purple, the passion of this state for its purple, and hopefully talking about a purple victory coming up soon. But man, I don't know because the Vikings, and I'm going to share some very interesting facts, but again, the Vikings come out with a loss. Okay? So. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, just as an NFL fan last Thursday night out in the Coliseum. Great game to watch. I mean, we know that. We get that. But with that being said, it's still a loss. Minnesota defense moved to the Chicago Bears, maybe. Maybe. You know, Big L, very good point because the the vaunted Minnesota defense is just, as a matter of fact, I'm looking at a website, vikings.com, you know, from nfl.com, and pick six mailbag, the article is called, how to get the defense back on track. For the second, and I'm reading right from the article, for the second consecutive week, the Vikings will travel to face a defending division champ, uh, yada, yada, yada. But where's the defense, man? Minnesota enters week five ranking fifth in in the NFL in passing yards per game. They're giving up 327 yards through the air through their first four games. Or no, their offense, excuse me. Now, Kirk Cousins on the offensive side, and we got to give dude credit. You know me. I was very, very, very critical of bringing in Special K. But so far, you know, he's been the main reason. or Him and these receivers are the main reasons the Vikings have remained. You know, they came back in Green Bay. They almost came back in in California last week. But Kirk Cousins is balling. So he's thrown for 1,387 yards in the first quarter. Four games, that's the third highest total in the NFL. Cousins is one of four quarterbacks, along with Drew Brees, Jared Goff, and Matt Ryan, league wide to rank in the top 10 in completion percentage, passing yards, and passing touchdowns. Adam Thielen is off to a record breaking start. 40 receptions, that's second most in the NFL. 473 yards second most in the nfl and set a new franchise record for the most through the first four weeks of the season in both categories him and Diggs joined steelers receivers antonio brown and juju smith schuster as the only wide receiver duels in the league to each rank in the top 15 in receptions so congratulations to the crew there Now, a big fan of the Vikings down in Columbus, Ohio, and he's in our Spreaker.com chat room tonight is Run CNC Conrad Cozy. Uh, Run says, "Cousins is balling. I don't care what people say. We should still have bum case." Very interesting because that's the thing. I mean, I, I know and, and me and Run, we, we kind of have this little Twitter group of, uh, you know, Di Murphy who's been on the show. Her co-host, Ted, uh, at Purple Buckeye. A lot of Vikings fans still kind of split. Some very cool with Kirk. Some still want case, obviously run. uh, Still would have the bum case. We should still have bum case, okay. But, you know, as of now, Kirk Cousins isn't the reason the Vikings are losing we have no offensive line and that defense is uh, MIA just don't know Thielen is the only prayer or excuse me player in the NFL to have more than 100 yards receiving in every game this year Some good defensive news. Daniil Hunter is one of only two players in the NFL to record a sack in the first four games to start this year. Big L will be happy to know that other defensive player is his very own Khalil Mack with the Chicago Bears. You know. And, again, we talked about Kirk Cousins setting a new Vikings team record for most passing yards throughout the first four games of the season. That was previously held by Dante Culpepper back in 2001, where he had just over 1,100 yards. So, Cousins a couple hundred yards further along on that pace. I mean, you know, we got players it's just not all popping there and now if you can believe this in in the local uh press here people are starting to wonder about Zimmer's job let's say the season goes south we're 6 and 10 is Zimmer safe there we got some you know couple interesting coordinators on the team that might be ready to step up uh, in in uh, uh, might be getting offers from other teams. Do the Vikings look to keep one of those guys in house? F, again, big if, but if the season goes down. Busa down in Oklahoma says Cousins is okay, but he's unpredictable. I, Busa, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you, but so far, so good. Fingers crossed. and that defense. You know, again prayers going out to Everson Griffin and and all the things he's dealing with and he's hoping to be back a little later this year and sounds like hopefully he might be in a good place. But, you know, some rookie mistakes from Mike Hughes. You know, some mistakes just in general all over the place. All of a sudden, kind of now a slight regression of Anthony Barr and linebacker. And, you know, what I thought was kind of an interesting move that was going to pay dividends, but really hasn't in terms of moving him from linebacker to the defensive line, kind of back and forth. And all of a sudden, the mighty Vikings D is no more. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we all know the Eagles are, you know, they're kind of struggling a little bit themselves, but still they're the Eagles. And if the Vikings lose this game, you know, I'm I'm pulling up their schedule here as we speak, bear with me. But, man, if the Vikes lose this game, I don't know. This could be real ugly here because, you know, we got Philadelphia next week. And then, of course, that's at Philadelphia. Don't be goofy, Vikings fans. All you, Hopefully, the Vikings fans learned from that playoff game last year. You want to watch the game in Minnesota or any other state. No need to buy tickets to go out there and get your asses kicked. Not all Eagles fans are like that. But we all know about the the hardcore Eagle fan and the idiot that they are. So stay home, watch the game in some peace and quiet, and enjoy it. All right, so after that, they got Arizona, who they, Vikings again, always kind of had issues playing Arizona. That's a home game. Then they're on the road in New York at the Jets. So kind of a little break in the schedule here. But then you got the Saints, you got the Lions in week nine, and then Week 10 is the Vikings bye bye week. And then when they come back from the bye week, they're at Chicago. They have Green Bay at home. um, Thanksgiving weekend. Then they're on the road in New England. And then they're on the road at Seattle. And then Miami comes into town. So again, a nice little stretch of hardcore games that are coming back on the schedule here. Very interesting. If the Vikings can play and sort and uh, sort out the D, they should win this game. I agree, Ron. I totally agree. Chief Rocker in there bullying for his Giants, of course. Yeah, we know Jersey. We know six five one nine six eight zero one two four is the number if you want to call in. Let me get that in our chat room here. So, Vikes, what you gonna do, man? This is the time you got to, you know, it's gut check. (laughs) Yeah, it's gut check. It's gut check time already. You know, did you ever think you'd be this early in the season thinking the Vikings have literally a must-win game? And it comes against the defending champions on their field because we lose this one you know now all of a sudden you're 1 3 and 1 and that is just not a position to be in with an improving bears team it looks like you know green bay is green bay excuse me scratchy throat tonight uh green bay is green bay and you know what can you do I mean, you just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So let's hope that they can find a way, get some pressure on the QB out there, find a way to get the defense back and make amends for that game, that ass-whipping last year in the NFC Championship game. And let's start righting the ship here, Vikings, because, man, go down 1-3, you figure, you know, Oklahoma, or excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals game might be a win. It's at home, but... I don't know, because if they lose this game, then you start wondering. And then F, it's the way they lose it. Hold on, we got a call here. Thank you for calling in. Sports done right. I take it this is the one and only Chief Rocker
5: Jersey, Vern. Boom, shocker, lock like the number one Chief Rocker. Don't drink no damn cheap Rocker. What <laughs> up, man?
1: Hey, what's going on, brother man? How you doing, bro?
5: Man, I'm great, man. Uh you're talking about you got a scratchy throat. You need to keep your hair out your motherfucking throat. Something. Oh, i forgot family. Though. You to keep your <laughs> hair out your throat, man. Then you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, you're funny.
1: You're funny. I'm about to crack open some bourbon here, though, after the show's over and sit back with a little tasty talk. After yeah, done it, it,
5: it. Here. that bourbon will burn the hair. You probably need some tequila. That'll even do a better job. You Don't know what, bro? Right. I I
1: I had some nice tequila this weekend, so I'm gonna hold off on that. I'm just gonna put a little bit of bourbon on the ice, maybe grab uh, one of my last couple cigars here, and just finish out the night with our uh, friends over at Tasty Talk after we're done here. But ladies and gentlemen, let me give him a proper introduction. He is the one and only Chief Rocker, the number one Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, crowd favorite here on Sports Done Right, making his return. How you doing, man? What's up with the Buckeyes, man? Nice win over at Penn State.
5: Hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all, man. See, everybody's sleeping on Ohio State because everybody's always talking SEC, SEC, Bama, Georgia. Georgia locked up last year and had a good run. They got a so, so good team now. They haven't really played no real top-notch competition okay. yet. I don't Go even ahead. know. I didn't even look at the schedule to see if they got any real top-notch competition. But I'm quite sure they got to play somebody soon. But, um, to me, I watched them a little bit sadly. They're not all that great. i sorry that Tennessee team tried to come back on them. You know, they moved the ball, but Tennessee can't even stay out their own goddamn way. Right. You know, truck D, sorry as volunteers, but, uh, uh, I look at it like this, man. Ohio State, and I said this to people two or three years ago. They were loaded with, at least in the last three years, 30 freshmen. Some they had the red shirt, some were true freshmen. That number two, uh, damn, I just had his name. Uh, I forgot his name. But he played defensive end. He is the truth. If he stopped making penalties, um because he tackled hard, he's lean. He's not a big um, defensive end like Bowser, And see, is out. And what's wrong with these Bowser brothers? The one with San Diego, Joey, now Nick. Both of these motherfuckers out, man. But um, uh, Nick will be back,
1: jersey. I think. My kids listening.
5: Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about no, you that, man. No, you right, know, right. I, I thought it was at the dock, man. You know, uh, I thought Almost. we
1: almost there tonight. I, I got the word that a couple of the kids are listening to us tonight.
5: Oh, Okay. I'm sorry, we told you. That. Fine, son. Uncle Jonas, <laughs> is just you know he gets he, he gets a little excited at times, yeah. and uh, I'm sorry about that.
1: I'm brother. That's uh, okay. Don't you but never hey. say
5: what I say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, uh, uh, yeah, both of them get hurt a lot, man, and I don't I don't understand that, man. But they good ball players. Oh, but, they're um, they're they look, phenomenal
1: uh, ball players, man, and. You know, like I was saying earlier, and I don't know if you heard me, is I think it might have been uh, before you jumped in the chat room, man. You know,
6: uh-huh.
1: Coach Franklin, after the loss, he was talking about, you know, just the respect he has for Ohio State. And and he was like, look, if we are to get back and truly be, a, you know, an elite level, you know, true top tier program, we right. have to beat Ohio State. And, you know, right. and I know OSU has a bunch of haters you know, as all top programs do. I mean, that's 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 no big deal. But the thing that I've always, refer, you know, thought about Ohio State is they are always, you know, perennial top five team, top five program. They right. reload. You know, we talk about Alabama and how they reload. I mean, it. you know, Ohio State, right there with Bama, as far as my book, and how they reload the program and get these players in there and – You know, I mean, Ohio State, it's a little bit more moderate temperature-wise. You know, I'm in Minnesota, so we get real winter up here. But, you know, I mean, they get, you know, a little bit of cold weather down there. So to get the kids to come up there and commit and, you know, play when they can go down south and all these warm-weather schools, man, Ohio State. And obviously people, you know, get on the coach with all the recent things that have happened. But if I take that out of it and just look at the program and the football, man, you know Ohio State top notch here, and I got to give them their due. I mean I'm a Big Ten guy, so props to them.
5: Yeah, definitely that. But what 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 I was really impressed about um, Saturday night was how Haskin was, um, you know, was moved around as far as that defense coming at him, and he was still throwing that rock. His yeah, receivers yeah. dropped a few. Uh, one ball was tipped out of receiver hand into the defensive man for interception. Uh, I think they, they made the field go off that possession. But, uh, I mean, to be a sophomore, true sophomore now, to be a true sophomore and doing what he did in a house-style place like Penn State, man, uh, they're going big time, man. You know, and the rest of their schedule is pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much soft, right,
6: right uh, if right. you
5: look at the Big Ten because, Michigan State is not that great this year. Michigan, go. uh, they never gonna beat Ohio State as long it's as starting it's, to not <laughs> it's yeah. starting to look that way. It's starting to look that way. Uh we got we got Indiana at home this week. It's homecoming weekend. Matter of fact, um I got an invite to go down but I can't make it this weekend, you know. Uh let me see, who else we got? I mean we got some other little teams in the Big Ten that um that's not that tough. And I mean that's it, man. The toughest yeah. two games we had was Penn State on the road and uh, Texas – Um, the, um, the, um who have we played? Texas uh, – the, the fall arm, um, right. whatever it was. But anyway – Well, hold Texas. on here,
1: Jersey. I'm, I'm pulling up their schedule here. Uh, Texas Christian is who you're talking about. Yeah, TCU. And went down TCU. there into the Dallas in the Jerry world and beat them. Um, right. So, uh, right. you know – Ohio state started off huge win against Oregon state Rutgers TCU Tulane. Obviously all those would be expected. One big snuck out, got out of Penn state last week. So here's the rest of your schedule. Um, You got Indiana coming up this Saturday. So obviously that Uh should be a win. Then my golden Gophers come to town the weekend after that should be a win. Obviously for Ohio state, they got Purdue coming in the, the week after, or excuse me, yeah, Minnesota is at Ohio State. They have it listed as a Minnesota home game, but it's an Ohio State home game. Um, uh-huh. Then you got Purdue after that. Then Nebraska, obviously Nebraska in all kinds of trouble this year with a new coach. Right. Like you said, you got Michigan State, Maryland, and then the big game that ends uh, uh, the season on rivalry weekend there. Uh, no, at, uh, what is that? November 24th, Thanksgiving weekend against right. Michigan.
5: Right. yeah Right, right after um, Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, so I like so it for your I, squad. Stay uh, run the table, man. They should be a number two seed going in there because one of those SEC teams is going to play each other in the SEC Championship and lose, you know, because if you look at our other side of the bracket, the strongest team supposed to be Wisconsin, but Wisconsin is playing like doodle, you know, so – yeah, uh, no. it's, mean, looking like, yeah. it's looking like um, they're going down the Yellow Brick Road to the playoffs. So um, I'm looking at a number two seed and Bama be number one. So that means we can't play each other until the championship round. See, before we played them the first round and knocked them off and then went be Oregon for the championship. Right. But this time we get a chance to play Bama. For, that's all I want. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about nobody else in college football. I want Crimson Tide. Where Greg go where 3, 3 4, bama boy at? Yeah. You, know, you got your <laughs> yes. ears on, come up in the chat room. I was a wait for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, with... that that I've was one great, of man. the
1: greatest games I ever saw, man. When in that, that very first college championship game, your squad taking down the mighty Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, you know, I, I snuck on as a Big Ten fan, but man, I could not have been happier for Ohio State. And again, that's what got the respect going, because Ohio State is the flag bearer of this conference. You know, right. I mean, you and, know, the, um, the Big Ten takes a it, lot of heat, but Ohio
5: State's always there. Yeah, definitely, definitely, not, man, definitely, man. And um, th- this is this is this is my this is my thing, Vince. Uh, two years after all that, right? Uh, we was robbed from going to the uh, playoffs. Last year we was robbed, Mm -hmm. and another year we was robbed because another year when we lost a game against Michigan State, they put us all the way to eighth, knowing that we wouldn't be able to climb back up to the fourth spot. And we played good after that, and we end up in the fifth spot, which I think was robbery, and last year we ended up in the fifth spot. Mm -hmm. And they put Alabama in because Nick Saban went and lobbied for them. So this is my thing. This year we got to just go ahead on and win the game. And um uh, already called Urban Meyer told him if you mess up any game that we got left, uh, you think they was on you about that coach and his wife, uh, number one chief rocky jersey Vernon and Master Blaster will be up there and blast you up out of there, all right? Because we ain't got you. time for no weak links. And you'll be a weak links. You know, exactly. definitely and I'm sitting here I'm sitting here watching your Chicago Cubs. Hey who's this thing, man? It's you know, Colorado.
1: Exactly, yeah. Colorado. I said this at the top of the show. Colorado. I think they had a winning record in Wrigley Field in their little matchups there. And right. uh, John Lester has done okay to keep it to uh, the one nothing. But yeah, they got this runner right. on second. He's just got to get one more out. But the Cubs got to get some bats going, man. And um, the thing is with Chicago, the big players, the you know, uh-huh. they, they got to play it now. They got to put the bat I, on I the ball.
5: I asked this question earlier, but I think I've seen him in the game. Why Brian's not playing third base? I don't know. I don't know. What he got him playing? Outfield?
1: I, I don't know. I've been doing the show, so I've just kind of been looking up here oh, and there. Yeah. But, I,
5: I, think but, I've seen him, I think I've seen him come up to bat, but I know he's not playing third base right, there's other cat playing third base. But Brian's been pretty quiet, man, for him to be. Well,
1: you know exactly, him, um, Rizzo. uh, Uh They got to put the bat on the ball, man. Javi Baez. I mean, you know, we can use one of them nice little Javi home runs right about now. I mean, you know, they've gone silent. They blew a five-game lead to the Brewers and, and, you know, lost yesterday in the game 163. And, you know, Cubbies, all of a sudden, man. In the, you know the last couple of weeks of the season, the air's coming out of the balloon, and it'd right. be over tonight. They don't that get That
5: Brewers look good, bro. I I, I hate to team. admit
1: it, Jersey. You are absolutely right. Them the Brewers, they they do deserve exactly what they got. They've been playing ball for the past couple of weeks, and yeah, man. You know for. For uh, the rivalry, I will say that the Brewers definitely smacked the Cubs around yesterday.
5: And the funny thing about that, um, Vince, I was in uh, boot camp in Great Lakes for the Navy, and that's right in the middle between Chicago and Milwaukee. That's where my dad did uh, his boot
1: camp, Jersey. my,
5: my, my, My Gentile brothers used to get on the other side of the track going the opposite way, and i used to get on the sidewalk on chicago they get on the sidewalk on milwaukee and that's <laughs> right. so funny man <laughs> hey
1: now jersey before I, there's a couple things i want to talk to you about before i let you get out of okay. here tonight obviously yeah. we got to talk about the giants but before we do that your yankees are in the playoffs just Tomorrow like you night. said world series are bust so let's get the preview uh for the background folks he, we call him Chief Rocker. He may be known also as Jersey Vern because he's from the Jersey New York metropolitan area, and Jersey is a number one Yankees fan. So Jersey, let's hear it, man! As John Lester gets him out of a big scrap, good job there. But uh, let's talk Yankees baseball. What do you think uh, is going to happen tomorrow night?
5: Okay, this is this is this is what's going to happen. We got healthy at the right time. We just showed Boston the last two weeks we played them with our team back at full strength, what it's going to be like with our team back. Because right. the winner of tomorrow's game plays Boston first round. So tomorrow game, we play the Oakland A, uh, who's the second wild card. I've never seen a team win 100 games and end up being a wild card team. It, it, crazy. A team exactly. that beat, yeah, a team that beat us out won 108 games. So this is my thing right here. You didn't win 100 games not to go far in this here playoff situation. So um, I feel that we're going to go ahead and take care of business with Oakland. It's going to be a little tough game tomorrow. But being that we home, and if the game be 10 o'clock at night, the ghosts come out. Bay Roof and all that, Lou Garrett, Mickey Mantle, all (laughs) of them, they're going to be coming out floating around the stadium. So anything happens, 10 o'clock strike, you watch the difference. The Yankees are good at coming back. And we led the league in home runs. We broke the home run record. We had 267. The home run record was 264 by Seattle. We broke that record. So um I look at it like this, man. The Bats is going to definitely be out tomorrow. They're going to wake up. Oakland is going with every pitcher in the bullpen. They're pitching nine pitchers tomorrow. They don't have a starter that they can trust. So they're going with nine pitchers. That's regular pitchers, and relief pitchers. And then they uh if they make it to the next round, they will go with their starting pitcher against Boston. But I can't see nine different pitchers coming in there beating us because somebody going to come in there and slip and have a bad inning due to the fact that, I'm going to tell you, man, you ain't never been in the Bronx in playoff time. That's why Yankee got 27 championships, because it's hard to play playoff baseball. In October in the Bronx.
1: It's a, as, you know, it comes to the weather, it's cold, you know, especially if you got a warm weather team, that, you know, that's coming up there, you know, like Oakland. Right. Now, it gets a little nippy in the Bay, but nothing like, you know, fall in New York. But, right. yeah, you know, that's the thing. And, I mean, I, I've had the privilege of, you know, taking in a couple games at uh, the new, as I call it, still the new Yankee Stadium, but Yankee Stadium. Right. You know, it is a – I see why the home field advantage is important there because when that place is filled up for a baseball stadium, it's huge. I mean, you know, you get like fifty, fifty-five thousand 55,000 people in there where these, you know, an average baseball stadium is in the 30s now. So, to me, it was like a huge advantage when that place is filled up to have all them Yankee fans going nuts in there and and rooting their boys on. And exactly right, late October – the ghost of Yankees past, you know, all the miracles seem to start happening. So, uh, who do you? What do you think the score is going to be tomorrow? I know you're going to pick your Yankees, but what do you see for a score? You got Liam Hendricks and Luis Severino on the mound starting for these boys. How you feeling, Jersey? Um,
5: I, I look at a, a six to three game with um, with um, um, I don't know who they're going to have as a closer. It's between Britain. And Chapman. You know, Chapman is just trying to get himself back together. So um, I think Britton's been pitching uh, good lights out balls. so he may get the ninth. Chapman may come in probably the eight for seven. And uh, Batances, those are only three relief pitchers we're going to use tomorrow. If our starting pitcher can get us to the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, it's close the door, baby. Teddy Pendergraft, turn out the lights.
1: Turn out the lights. There you go and now now you live in atlanta so before we talk Uh about your new york football giants let me just get your take here you got atlanta and los angeles the braves are back in the playoffs i know all their fans are thrilled uh what are you thinking about for that series man the dodgers are back uh cedric i know you were out in the chat room earlier uh representing his dodgers how do you feel, man? Atlanta, Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles ultimately takes it, but I expect a pretty good series.
5: Uh, Atlanta's a gutsy team, man. Um, we beat them uh, two out of three this year up in um, New York. But um, they're a gutsy team. Uh, what will hurt them is uh, they don't really have a coaching staff. That's a, So you need a veteran coaching staff. You need coaches that have been around playoff situations. Championship situation. Their coaching staff, well, the head coach and a couple other coaches on that bench haven't been there.
6: Right. You
5: know what I'm saying? So, uh, players play the game, but coaches is the ones that, uh, direct the game that you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're in the right places. Make sure they make the right lineup up. Make Absolutely. sure they make the right changes and adjustment But if they get nervous, then the team going to get nervous and um they uh the the Braves fans is talking about the rookie core, right? Uh he did all this during his uh regular season, but playoff ball is a whole different, different thing. thing. The Dodgers went to the World Series last year. They are hungry. They said they're going back this year and win, but not all out their bodies, you know what I'm saying? But um the, do- the Dodgers comfortable. They glad they're there and they said we're gonna make some noise. Atlanta had a good season, but it's Bob Bob Birdie be coming down here on Peachtree Street and um do a lot of dancing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you know they got Manny Manny uh Manny is here playing with them and um you know, this is his last year, uh he go free agent after the season, so uh either he gonna show the Dodgers he wanna be with them or he going somewhere else. But you know he won big money just like uh, Harper want. So That is true. Uh, uh, he' gonna he gonna be out there to, to show the world because this is his first time being in a playoff that um, is big like this. You know what I'm saying? Yep, um, and, uh, I, don't Busa, think, I think he only went to one. I think he only went to one playoff with the Orioles. But um, this is gonna be big to him because he with a big organization. So, exactly. Uh, Busa saying.
1: Oh, I was just saying, Busta said Savarino will start for the Yankees. Yes, we got that. All right, go ahead, Jersey. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there.
5: Uh, uh, the Braves, uh, you got to give them, you got to give them big ups for what they did this year. But you know, Atlanta teams, man, when it comes to the big game, uh, they always eat that crow and, and get a little yeah, ch- choking on there. Yep, on Yeah, you know, choking on out. So, All right. uh, you know, one and done. Exactly. And done.
1: Okay. Well, hey, let's get to it, man. Uh, Before we get Jersey Vern out of here, it is always imperative that we talk to him about his New York football giants. All right, Jersey, um, four games in. What do you think? What would you like to see changed? And um, is it still Super Bowl or bust for your boys?
5: Uh, Super Bowl or bust? But check this out, Vince. Um, I talked about every game. Well, see, I talked about it in a, a, a state of defense. But, see, now I'm going to talk about what was really the problem, and not each and every game, but two games we should have at least probably pulled out on one. The first game against Jacksonville, we left 14 points off the board. Right. We had Beckham open for touchdowns, and Eli couldn't get him the ball where he needed to have the ball. Once One play he overshot him. The other play he looked at him and went, for a shorter pass to a shorter a receiver doing a shorter pattern. You know, so that's two times that uh, he could have had beat Jacksonville secondary, and he didn't. And that would have made us really win the game, you know, and the interception that Jacksonville had gotten to uh, seal the game and they only beat us 2015 was a tip ball because he's trying to move and step up in the pocket and He stepped right up into the man, and the man batted the ball. So Eli got to eat stuff like that. You cannot throw that pass down there where he was at. So that was one game. And this past week, we was in the game. The defense held them to four field goals in the first half. What killed us was when we came back and um, we was down by eight, right, and they had the ball. Third down, and I think it was third and about eight, right? Mm -hmm. The receiver went for a pass, right? And uh, the defensive man made a good play, but the uh, referee called a a, a pass interference on him, right? Which, if it was the Super Bowl or any playoff game, they wouldn't have called that.
4: Right.
5: You know, they wouldn't have called that. So my thing is, why call it now, you know? Why call it now? That team had to read. Why call that play to help this team win the game? That's how I look at it. You know, I usually don't talk about the officials or nothing like that, but, uh, to hear some interviews and ex-players say the same thing, why did they make that call? That could have been a changing point. Why didn't they let Eli get a chance to get the ball again to see if he can go down the field, score a touchdown, and get the two points to tie the game up? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's early. One and three is early. There's a lot of other teams, one and three, that didn't expect oh, yeah. to be no. in that position no, oh, yeah. of being no, one no, and three. You
1: are absolutely so it's correct. Early.
5: Yeah. People are going to beat up on people. Ain't nobody running away from nothing. The Rams and Kansas City are playing great ball, but they're not going to run away. They're going to get some mid-losses. The, the Kansas City did it last year. You know, the Rams are not <laughs> used to being in this position. But, you know, they're going to run out of gas, right. too, you know, and, and no. get some losses. You know, so that, that's, why that's I true. And, uh, and and that that, that game with True and Philly this week, y'all will win that game, man, because like I told Michael Wade and other people, Philly was going stay low last year. This year right here, you're not going nowhere. And you're going to lose more games than you think that you uh, wasn't going to lose. You're going to lose them because okay. your team just changed quarterback. The quarterback that won the Super Bowl is not playing no more. You went back to the quarterback that got you uh, 14 wins last year. But I tell you what, um, psychologically, he's trying to protect that knee. Right. He may not look it, but he's trying to protect it. Which they play a team that's going to be rushing him, and he got to move out of that pocket of the line? Well, here's he's the thing. Be-
1: you know, you're yeah. right about that. But here's the thing is I'm looking at the schedule. So next week, you got Carolina down in Carolina. Then right. you're at home with the Eagles. Then they come right. down to where you're actually living. I take it you're going to be at that game. They're playing oh, yeah, the Falcons. Oh, yeah, my birthday weekend. All right, my uh, there weekend. you go. There you go. Happy uh, birthday early, by the way. But and then uh-huh. after that Falcons weekend down in Atlanta, they come back uh, home to play Washington. So this next month obviously is critical for your squad.
5: Right. Um, you, know,
1: right. How, you know, I mean, that's tough. That is a tough stretch coming up. Let me, let me up. ask
5: you a question. Yeah, go Let ahead. Let me ask you a question. Now, you 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 had Sherma. I don't know how many years he was with the Vikings, but you had him last year on that run last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is do Sherma get uh, a little conservative at times?
1: Sometimes,
5: yeah. I, yeah, he's been conservative, man. I've been noticing him. I've been studying. I've been studying him because he's calling plays. Everybody thought we got Mike Schubert would be our offense coordinator, but he's not calling the plays. Mike Shoes just coaches the quarterback. But um, Sherman calls the plays, and Mike Francesa asked him today, because, you know, today is the day he talks to um, Sherman, right? Mike Francesca asked him today, why are you, the people want to know, why are you being so conservative? He said, "Um, no, I'm not conservative. He said, because there's a lot of times Beckham can go down the field and stretch the field but you're not using him to do that. You're using him short like he did last year, and that's how he got hurt, you know, during them right. passes across the middle and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Why are you not using the best man at a wide out that can right. be double coverage and beat the double coverage? Why are you not throwing it long? Is it shell shot because Eli in the line, offensive line, or what is it? You know, and, and, and Sherman, Sherman, man, he... he, he I mean, he's not built for New York. I just put it to you like this. Okay. Because he okay. couldn't even answer the questions the first week he came on when we uh when we lost. He he couldn't come he couldn't come on and answer questions, man. You know, he well, New York's tough. It, you know. Yeah, that yeah.
1: New York is so, tough. Well, yeah, let me so. ask you this, Jersey, before I get you out of here, man, because you know, I got Mike in Eden Prairie, Minnesota on the Twitter going that's four losses for Jersey's Giants. Boosters in the chat room going, that's uh, three losses in a row, Chief. Do you think there is any way out of those next four games that the Giants can win at least two of them?
5: I, I, I pick us to win three. Oh, okay. I pick Boy, us to win okay. three. And you want me to name the three? Oh, by all means, Chief. We're going to beat Carolina, we're going to beat Philly, and we're going to beat Washington. The other game we probably may lose okay all
1: right well jersey before i get you out of here man tell the people about the first off the hardest working man in podcasting is this guy right here jersey verne i mean so many shows so make sure you just follow jersey on spreaker x squad com. and jersey man tell the people what they can expect for you in the next couple of weeks on your shows
5: hey before i before i say that you know what yes sir i'm gonna take that back we're going to win all four because coming, they coming down here for my birthday because they promised ah, me that we going to beat them Falcons. Okay. Okay. So we're going to win all four. We're going to win all, right. all four. The you heard it here deck, first. Oh. Because Alex Smith ish. We're going to beat the Falcons, but that's my birthday weekend. We're going to beat the Eagles because we owed them, right? right. And we should have beat them twice last year. We've beaten them both games last year when we had a full team and when we had fourth-string receivers. And next this weekend with Cam Newton, them, they're coming off a bye. When Cam come off a bye, he's not really uh, on that rhythm thing like he was before he went on the bye. You know what I'm saying? He's been getting all uh, massaged up, you know, uh, ice baths and all that stuff right there. So he ain't really been, you know, getting hit. So his first hit may jiggle him a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to win all four games, Vince, and you can dot that and mark it down, and I will come back on your show and right. face whatever I have to face. But Okay. For all well, them, you, you always
1: do, Jersey. You always do. Yeah, I got to give you credit exactly for that.
5: that. Jersey, uh-huh. does, He
1: he does not duck anybody. He does not run. And just by being on the show tonight, he's showing you that, man. I mean, his squad, just like my Vikings, off to a tough start. But Jersey is always there to answer questions. And, uh, you know, graciously always comes on everybody's show to defend his Giants. And that's what a real fan is and a real fan is all about. So we appreciate that for sure, Jersey.
5: Right. And, um, okay, I come on. The number one Chief Rocket, Jersey Vern recap show, the Master Blaster, comes on. Every Monday and Tuesday from 10 to 1 on Speaker.com, Esquire, Affiliate, 24-7 Radio. And uh, I'm also coming on Friday mornings from 10 to 1, too, so I can recap that Thursday night game right. um, that comes on. So if you want to holler at me, get on Speaker.com. I got open phone lines. You can come on there and say whatever you want. I don't hang up on you or nothing. If you want to come on there, cuss me out my show. Um, Is that a kid-friendly show? You know, what I'm I tell <laughs> everybody, I tell the kids. I, hey, by the way, I, I, the Chief I, I think
1: Chief, I think we are finally clear now too. So, just so you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
5: But anyway, uh, come on my show, and I uh, will give you the free range, and we talk about everything. We even talk about a little entertainment. You know, if you want to talk about the housewife, hip hop Atlanta. Um, whatever going on you in know, your Jersey, life, you, you, your like, backyard. you like them
1: housewives, man. That's that is true. Jersey likes the housewives of Atlanta.
5: Yeah, definitely that, man, and hip hop Atlanta. But if we were, if you want to talk about what's going on in your housewife and your house life, you can call me up t Rocket or we'll give you um a little, little therapy and you know that you okay. know what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what okay. you need to do. Okay, well, what do the you thing. Do the <laughs> thing, Jersey. I like it. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> right, definitely, man. Man. Hey, But Hey, man, it's good to have you back on because, uh, you know, people been missing this on a Tuesday night. You well, know, you know, so, and that's the
1: thing. I, I, I would have put it on the network, but I forgot to, I got to get at KC afterwards here. I can't re- remember where I put I, You know, I wrote down our X Squad radio passwords and all that to put it right. on the network. And I, I couldn't oh, find definitely. it. So, you know, that's why I just went with the the usual here. But yeah, X-Squad Radio Network, people. And I've done, I have not done a great job of promoting this. So let's get at it real quick. And I got Jersey on the line. He is part of it as well. Uh, X-Squad, we finally did a radio network on Spreaker. So the other thing you can do too is go to X-Squad, search X-Squad on Spreaker, and you'll see our brand new page There the x squad radio network me jersey we got john fisher jelani everybody you've been listening to before and man big things coming again shout out to kesey for setting all that up and doing all the digital behind the scenes work and man yeah big things popping and hopefully we can get this cruise popping off next year jersey that's what i want to
5: do yeah yeah see see they don't they don't want to see the Chief Rock on no prunes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I do. Yeah, man. I want to see that <laughs> though. something like that, man. That'll be lovely back Yeah, there, man. Right?
1: I think a nice you know? little three, four day just real quick and hang out with our right. people and have some fun. Maybe, you know, do a quick live remote or two and,
5: yeah, just enjoy, man. Oh, yeah, definitely that, man. Hey, but I'm going to make it to Minnesota, brother. That's, that's yes. a promise. I hope know. so.
1: I hope so. We got to get definitely you up here in the that, summer, man. man. All right, brother, let me let you go. Get back to this baseball game here. And uh, yeah, we'll be checking out your Yankees tomorrow night,
5: brother. Definitely that. Y'all check out them Bronze Bombers. Go, Yanks. There you go. All right, later, man. All
1: right, peace, homie. The one and only Jersey Vern. Busa says Chief Rocker is in denial. (laughs) Busa. Leveling his shots from Oklahoma tonight. Uh, Big Mike says, I always love the Chief Raka. I disagree with his Giants takes, but he is always good radio. There you go, Jersey. That's why people love Uncle Jersey, Uncle Vern from Atlanta, G.A. Uncle Vern's neighborhood. Maybe that's the segment we'll have to do. We'll get some, some little music going. and It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood with Uncle Vern, Uncle Jersey. Alright, y'all. I'm gonna get on out of here. I am first off, thank you guys so much for listening to the show the podcast. This is sports done right at Spreaker.com, xquadaffiliates.com. You can find the show here. Search there, search X Squad Radio Network and check out everybody else over there as well. Um, xSquadAffiliates.com, Spreaker.com, and again, everybody who is tuned in tonight in the chat room on the Twitterverse, as I like to call it. Jersey for calling in. We ain't heard from Jersey for a little bit, so always good to get the Chief Rocker back on the line. Uh, A Minnesota favorite from uh, the New York metro area living down in the ATL. Um, Outside of that, people, it is time to go. So with that being said, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. i'm in that mood we're gonna get on out of here tasty talk tuesday coming up and i'm gonna get out with some metallica because i'm in a rock type of mood hit it boys good night